Hey, and welcome back to Sunday Replay, where we are in the middle of a series called Breathe. Actually, we're at the end of the series this week, and we're focusing on celebration. And after a couple of weeks of some more reflective topics, even talking about the hardships of life, it's so exciting that we get to talk about how we can celebrate in our breath and in God's breath. And Pastor Mark is sharing this week from Psalm 150. So here is Pastor Mark. <laughs> well, good morning, Harmony. Good morning. Are we loving the beautiful sunshine that's outside? Yes. Well, I give thanks for the sunshine that's in here. That's you, as well as those that are connecting online. Good morning. And those on the Sunday uh, replay podcast. So, indeed, we have been in a sermon series, and we're wrapping it up, and it's called Breathe. And as we have been doing, let's center ourselves to breathe in truth by refreshing our spirits with God's loving, affirming words. Breathe out prayer, releasing our stress with calming, breath-oriented prayers, and let us breathe deeply of God's love and mercy, discovering why and how every breath can be an invitation for peace. Friends, let us breathe in spirit together. Amen? Amen. All right. Let us now receive the word for our focus this morning as read by Harmony's worship leader, Gaddison. Hallelujah. Praise God and his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with a blast on the trumpet. Praise him by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance, praise him with banjo and flute, praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum, praise him with fiddles and mandolin, let every living, breathing creature praise God, hallelujah, holy wisdom, holy words. Thanks be to God, amen. Well, our message today is celebrating with breath. And it incorporates this last psalm that is contained in the uh, book of Psalms. And so that's Psalm 150. Now, Psalm 150 is about a call to praise, and it's not about us. It's about praising God. Uh, And so this psalm is the last of a collection of psalms, and we're talking Psalms 146 to 150. And each of these psalms, what they do is they begin and end with hallelujah. Hallelujah is a verb. Hallelujah is a verb, and what the verb means is praise. And then it's followed by Yah, and Yah is the object, and the object is God. Praise the Lord. Praise Yahweh. Well, this word, this phrase, it reminds me of a story that Rev. Kathy and I, we had connected this week, and we were talking, and so I'm now going to share the story with you. So, (laughs) there's this old country boy, and he's a, a religious man, and he's trying to teach his horse how to stop and start on command. Well, he decides that the horse could use some religion. And so he trains this horse to go on these words, praise the Lord. And the horse can stop, and he commands the horse to, to stop on this command is hallelujah. Well, one day as the horse's Horses are wont to do this on occasion with riders. This muscular creature, it decides to just take off. 
and is bolting down the landscape with a rider holding on for dear life. And he has lost control of the horse, but also he's so shook up that he cannot remember the command words to get it to stop. And adding to this problem, the horse up ahead, there's a cliff, and the horse's head is straight for it at full gallop. And in this jumbled mind, this poor guy, he is trying to think of every religious phrase he's ever heard, and he's yelling, Amen, Lord Jesus, God above, oh, have mercy. And just as none of these are working, he's running out of time, and the horse is approaching the press. He, he shouts out, hallelujah, and the horse stops oh, right there at the edge. And with this, the trembling man, uh, he, he wipes his head, and he breathes out a sigh of relief, and then he utters, praise the Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, our sermon series has been focusing on the word breathe. Well, in the first message that I shared in mid-January, the word breath takes us to the very beginning of the Bible, and it recalls the creation of the world and of human life. From Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, we hear and we see the Lord God formed the human from the topsoil of the fertile land and blew life's breath into his nostrils, and the human came to life. Well, what today's centering Scripture passage from one psalm, uh, 150 Psalm, what it does is this. It reminds us that to live is to praise God, and to praise God is to live. Well, when taking these, these words from Genesis 2, 7, what Psalm 150 is doing is it's proclaiming, proclaiming that the proper goal of every creature is to praise. But it's not to praise just uh, because we can get something tangible out of it, uh, like wealth or money or, hey, I'm going to even throw in fame, happiness. No, this kind of praise is expressing our love to and for the divine creator. When I was looking at this, this, the start of this, this mighty psalm, as I had mentioned earlier, with this hallelujah, how, do, how does it end with hallelujah? How does it begin with hallelujah? And all the, in between those hallelujahs are ten additional invitations to direct our praise and worship specifically to a higher power. When it's tone, it's full of joy. In its tone, there's inclusivity calling for an energetic praise through vocal expressions like singing. We've got physical expressions like dance. We have the use of a variety of musical instruments. And connecting breath to these six verses in Psalm 150, what I want to do is I want to work our way backwards. I want to go to verse 6 first. Verse 6 says, let every living, breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. Well, this verse directly connects the very act of breathing with praise. And friends, when we are aware of our breath, we are mindful. And with every breath, we intentionally praise the divine, acknowledging that this is a life force that has been given to us. And what this also aligns with is an idea that Every breath can be an opportunity, an opportunity for praise and for worship. 
And that opportunity includes the voice of every breathing creature. Well, verse 3, 4, and 5. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise with soft uh, strings. Praise Him with castanets and dance. Praise Him with banjo and flute. Praise Him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise Him with fiddles and mandolin. Okay, okay, these are fantastic ways to praise God, yes? But are we limited this just to these? And the answer is no. There are many ways in which we are able to praise God, and that is what the psalmist is calling for. Now, one of these different ways that I'm, I'm now mentioning to praise God is through the incorporation of breath work. And breath work is breathing techniques, such as diaphragmic breathing. It's also known as belly breathing or box breathing, which is deep yogic breathing or something that I like, 478 breathing. And what this is, is we inhale four on the, and we hold it, we do this on four counts as you're inhaling, and we hold for seven counts, and then we exhale for the eight counts, and then you do it again and again. Well, what this kind of breathing, these breathing techniques do is they help us focus. They focus our mind and our body away from worries and stress and repetitive thoughts, thereby opening us up to praise God. And in the practice of breath work, we can add visualization to it. We can add visualization to enhance the overall experience of celebration. I mean, think about this. If you visualize the musical instruments that are in these verses, as you breathe, visualize the sound of trumpets, the sound of harps. And on top of which, if you think about it, the rhythmic nature of breathing can actually be likened to the beat of a tambourine or the flow of a flute. Well, with verses 1 and 2, we are told who is to be praised and why. Hallelujah. Praise God in His holy house of worship. Praise Him under the open skies. Praise Him for His acts of power. Praise Him for His magnificent greatness. These verses, what they do is they set the tone for the celebration of praise. And breath work with a focus on gratitude, it can be aligned with praising the divine act, uh, creator's acts of power and surpassing greatness, enhancing the depth of our worship experience. Plus, what verses 1 and 2 remind us of is to take our praise beyond just the walls of a church, that we are to translate that praise grounded in God into our daily lives by loving others, celebrating the gift of life that has been given to us and as well as in human relationships and by celebrating the life of the gift of this world and which has been graciously given to us. In addition to what I've already shared with you when I was reflecting on Psalm 150, I think of all of you. I think of this marvelous faith community here at Harmony. Because what we have here is an abundance and a blessing of creativity. We have in this room and within this community, we have musicians, we have dancers, we have actors and writers and so much more. The, the creative element just expands. And with each, and if you think about it, with each of these artistic disciplines, 
breath is vitally important. Because without breath, we can't give praise in the art. We can't give praise in the creative endeavors. We can't even give praise as an inspired being. For example, I was thinking of Jamie Prince, uh, and she's a uh, professional dancer. And breath is crucial in professional dancing. If you think about this as in the fluidity and grace of dance movements, breath helps dancers maintain stamina while conveying awesome emotions through their performances. And in fact, in some dance forms, breath is intentionally integrated into the choreography to enhance expression and connection with the audience. I was thinking of Gaddison and the, and the worship band with Christine and another example here, and even the band itself, and I'll lead over to that, because if you think about it, breath is essential for musicians. In the breath, that's, uh, the praise that's coming forth, vocalists have to rely on their breath. They, that, that breath is part of the control for sustaining any kind of notes that are coming out, to vary the dynamics, to expressively phrase the lyrics. And for those who are playing on uh, wind instruments, and uh, this is like flutes and oboes and clarinets and sax saxophones, these particular instrumentalists, they have to manipulate their breath to control the tone and produce musical nuances. And for other instruments, in order to maintain a sense of timing and flow in their playing, they have to understand breath and rhythm. You see, for creatives, Breath is intricately connected with celebration and the use of the talents that have been bestowed upon them. One can't be done without the other. Well, bringing this breathing with celebration message to a close, I, I want to share this quote with you. Um, it's by the late Vietnamese uh, Buddhist monk and peace activist uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. To be alive is the greatest of all miracles, and you can rejoice in being alive. When you breathe in this way, your breath is a celebration of life. Friends, life is, a, is miraculous. From the intricate workings of our bodies to the vastness of the cosmos, a sense of reverence and wonder is evoked, and the fact that we even exist with consciousness and the ability to experience the world around us, that is amazing. Well, so let us rejoice. Let us rejoice in being alive with our hallelujahs. Whether our experience is joyful or it's, it could be even challenging each and every moment, friends, it offers us an opportunity to embrace life fully, to experience its richness, and by celebrating life, in all of its forms, what we do is we cultivate a deeper connection to ourselves, to others, to the world around us, and most especially to God. And one last point is breath is a fundamental aspect of life. Each inhale becomes a symbol of renewal and possibility, while each exhale reminds us to release tension and embrace the present moment. Every breath we take is a gift, an opportunity to participate in the symphony of existence and express gratitude for the miracle of life. And that miracle of life comes to us from the true source, 
Spirit God, from whom our praise must always be directed. Faith community, let us breathe in the truth of the word, breathe out prayer, and breathe deeply of God's love and mercy. Amen. It's time for the Sunday Replay Halftime Show, where every week we take a few moments to share out the opportunities that you have to connect with the Harmony family. First, Ash Wednesday is coming up on February 14th. We hope you'll join us to kick off the Lent season at the Hollywood campus. We'll have dinner served at 6 p.m., followed by a reflective worship service at 7 p.m. And if you want more information about Ash Wednesday, you can contact Senior Pastor Kathy, and her email is revkathy, that's R-E-V-K-A-T-H-Y, at hollywoodumc.org. Also, if you have little ones, our Harmony Kids are going on an HK Zoo Adventure on President's Day, February 19th, so hopefully everyone is out of school, and we invite families with kids of all ages, but you do need to RSVP in advance. The costs are covered, you just have to make sure that you RSVP. So if you would like to attend, or if you'd like more information, you can contact our Family Ministry Director, Julia. Her email is julia, J-U-L-I-A, at hollywoodumc.org. This week on the Harmony Podcast Network, we have a new episode of short stories with the centering question of what is Lent? So we hope that you'll tune in for that. But for now, for the second half of today's podcast, we have a learn segment with Sally Kravick. Very, very excited and thrilled to introduce to you Sally Kravitch, who is a dear friend of mine. We've known each other Wow. Uh, well, I think we said it's like three decades, right? Around 1990? Yeah. So it's about just over three decades. <laughs> uh, we were mere children back in the day. So, yes. Uh, so Sally is a, a holistic nutritionist. She is uh, my nutritionist. I really enjoy her. We, again, known each other for uh, over three decades. And she also is an iridologist, uh, I would say a healer. Um, there's just so many things that you are, <laughs> but I, I love Sally. She understands breath work, uh, and just, uh, is a phenomenal human being. And she's also married to, uh, uh, Tom Bones. Uh, and so he is a musician. So what I was talking about actually fits it, right? So fits it. Is this on? Yeah. Yeah. You can hear me. Great. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, he, uh, he plays every horn. Anything you blow on, he plays. <laughs> so whether it's woodwinds or horns, brass, you know, he plays that. Yeah, and Bones, uh, David Letterman, uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I mean, so professional musicians. So, yeah. yes. uh, he's very lucky to be married to you. Oh, and I was a dancer and an ice skater. And so breath came early on. And I was also sick as a child. I had asthma. Mm. So it was an emotional, the emotional components of things going on. So breath was really important to me early on. And then I discovered through dance that I could move energy and breath could move through me, could move through my limbs and fingertips and palms and hands. And then uh, I got into yoga around 1974. I am old, I'm 72. Uh, so I started doing using breath with that and study those techniques, but I wanted it to be more fluid, and I wanted to rejoice with breath work. So I loved everything you touched upon because it was things I wanted to talk about. But well, you've already you already got there. So, um, 
and I'm a graduate of the Church of Asclepion in San Mateo, where we did meditations. And I use, I use breath with sound. I use guided meditations. I use, it's more than just, to me, the, sometimes the technicality of things are too much. I mean, they're great for the learning, but then later I want to have that fluidity with it. And so um, I do meditations where we engage divine spirit, mm. divine consciousness, and we bring it in. And we can also bring it in through colors. Mm. And mm -hmm. um, one of the first things I love to do on a regular basis, especially if there's been anything going on or if you've feel like you're adrenal, you're anxious or anything is to breathe in rainbow light. Now your rainbow light can be different than mine. I'll describe mine. You can pick your own. There's no right or wrong with it. And sometimes different colors are there. So I like to use a white light that has all the speckles of, you know, like golds and silver and pinks and blues and violets and yellow. And, you know, I'd like to bring in all of those so it feels really magical. And you can breathe it in through your nose and inhale it into the back of your head and let it run down through your spinal column into the center of the planet. And that's a really good, you can bring it up through you, you can bring it in through you and then release down. And that's a wonderful thing. You can attach um, feelings with it. I love to breathe in joy. That's one of the things. You breathe in gratitude. When you do that, all of the cells in your body are so happy, you know. And we have these different energy centers, well, they're called chakras, but, you know, we've got our sixth, we have our fifth, we have our fourth, we have our third, second, first. We also have leg channels, we have arm channels. And many times when we're breathing, we just think about the front of us, but think about the back of your body, breathing into the back of your head, the back of your neck, the back of the heart, the back of the solar plexus, the back. And it connects with all these different organs. Um, if you have pain or if you, um, you can breathe in a blue light, you know, if you want to breathe in more nourishment, you can breathe in a green light. You can just simply connect with divine source and breathe in that and say, assist me with this. I'd like to bring this in. I would like to have, if, say you have um, heart palpitations. You can literally breathe into your heart and exhale anything release into a rose. I'd like to use a rose technique. And then when you're finished with that meditation and breath, you can send the rose up to source. So there's, there's kind of a, sometimes we need to have a place to put things, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's what happens in that release kind of technique. We can breathe into uh, your kidneys or your adrenals or any specific area. You can simply breathe in this magnificent light from source divine consciousness with a color or not color I like to use a color, and it will change. It will always be something different. You know, it might be yellow if you need more enlivening, you know, into something. But you can breathe that into your specific areas. You can do a general thing. I'd like to breathe this into all of my blood, my lymph, 
my heart, my lungs, my liver, my gallbladder, my spleen, my ovaries, my uterus, my prostate, my sacrum. Well, you know, you can breathe it into anything, my bones, my marrow. And you can breathe in that everything works in harmony. Mm -hmm. Here you are in harmony here. Um, you can breathe in that harmony that everything is interconnected and working together in the most beautiful fashion. So those are some of the meditations that I like to do. Um, as I said, I, I learned some of this, you know, with dance. Mm -hmm. And early on, I realized that I had I could move energy through my arms and hands, and I could make things come alive. So we all have this ability for self-healing with the connection to spirit, you know, and we can bring that in. Um, we are more than the physical body, which everyone here knows. You're here because you're spirit in physical form. And I'd like to also talk about that there's an entry point above, above our six chakras, above our seventh chakra. And there are some harmonic rings, very much like those tuning bowls that you were hearing, that it resonates. We all have our own unique sound. And so when I'm invoking in spirit, I like to run around my um, creative rings, these, this trinity of rings that we have with our unique sound, and bring it in so it attunes to our physical form. And so one of the things also I like to do is uh, after I've maybe gone through releasing something or moving through some paths, and I feel like my meditation is complete, I like to renew with a golden sun above my head. And in that golden sun, I can place in words that I want to invoke, whether it be more appreciation or gratitude or joy or love or um, well-being or clarity or just magnificence, whatever it is. And I ask source, I ask divine consciousness to filter, bring into the center of that golden sun the energy of source, and then I bring it in through each area. And I just pause with each. So in the seventh chakra of creative rings, into my head so that it's not just my eyes and ears and throat and you know our senses, but into the pituitary gland, the pineal gland, and seeing that the brain cells have little bridges of connections, and into the throat. The throat, front of the throat is your expression, your ability to speak what you want. The back of the neck is your nervous system. So oftentimes, we forget, again, we can forget that back. Bringing it through your arm channels, it's not just your creative channels, it's your gift of touch, your gift of healing that can run through you. Um, the front cover of my book has a hand with energy coming out of it, because we all have that healing energy. All of us have that ability. You know, whatever, I think Jesus said, whatever I can do, you can do, mm -hmm. right? So that's, we can invoke that and bring it through. And so, um, I'd like to invite you to, can I do a little quick meditation? Sure. And look, take a look at your, somebody you're sitting across from and look at their eyes and face and see what they look like before you do this little meditation. And then I want you afterwards to open your eyes and then see what they look like. So 
one of the things that's really great to do is to ground yourself, anchor. So anchoring means I'm here in this physical body, I'm connected to the planet, I'm a physical being, and now I'm going to embody more of my spirit body within me. So you imagine that you have a grounding cord from the tip of your tailbone that goes all the way down to the center of the planet, connecting you here in your rightful place in this earth, and that you have grounding cords going through both legs, connecting. Everybody have that? Okay, now close your eyes and just begin to do just a normal breath, breathing in through your nose and just exhaling. You can exhale out like a sigh of relief or you can keep it strictly breathing in through the nose and exhaling through the nose. This is more of a peaceful invoking meditation. Then let's breathe in rainbow light. It's your rainbow light. Breathe it in all the way in through your eyes, your forehead, through the top of your head, all the way to the back of the head. Let it really fill up that back of the head and then see that light. Exhale down through the back of your head, your spinal column, and all the way down to the center of the planet. And breathe in more light. Breathe it in, all the way in, filling up, allowing that space of your head to really expand breathing breath into your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, the back of your eyes, the insides of your ears, the back of your tongue, through the back of your head, and exhaling it down and letting it swirl around for a moment at the back of the neck, because that's where all of your nerve endings are, and let that light breathe out, expand out through your nerve endings, and down through the spinal column, all the way down through your tailbone, and down to the center of the planet. And let's just say hello to that space above your head. And imagine about a foot above your head, you have your own creative rings. See them swirling, and imagine that they're your own crystal ball. Your crystal bowl, excuse me. Your crystal bowls resonating with your unique sound. And ask divine source, divine consciousness, to gift you a beautiful ball of light and let it be whatever color that you need it to be. If you want blue for more healing, if you want pink, more joy, imagine whatever it is that you'd like to bring and now that it's attuned to your unique sound, bring it in to the top of your head and let it swirl around clockwise and ask the top of your head to open up to receive this beautiful globe of light that's your, your own unique healing globe and bring it right into the center of your head. And as you let it swirl around clockwise in the center of your head, imagine that you have roses all the way around your head. And as this swirls around, it releases into roses any congestion, anything that may have been dark, anything that felt like pressure, just release it into those roses. Beautiful, now bring it right, right into the center of your throat chakra and surround your throat chakra with roses. 
and let this healing orb of light swirl around through your throat chakra, the back of your neck, beautiful, expanding, creating more light, more harmony into your throat, and bring it right into the center of your chest. Bring it into the center of your heart and surround your heart with roses. And as you bring this light into the center, again, let it swirl clockwise, creating more of what you need, whether it's joy, peace in your heart. And let the roses collect up anything you're finished with, anything that you're releasing. They'll take it away, and they'll be released soon. But in the meantime, they're just holding there, collecting up anything that you're ready to let go of. And now bring that healing orb of light right into the center of your solar plexus. And surround your solar plexus with roses. And as this healing orb of light circulates in your solar plexus, let go of anything that feels small or is not in alignment with your rightful place on this planet. Just clear it out. And bring that orb, that healing orb of light, right into the center of your second chakra, into your belly, circulating, letting roses surround your second chakra. And as this orb, this healing orb of light, swirls around, it's releasing anything that's in the way of creativity, your abundance, just releasing any stagnant energy, anything that feels stuffed, just release it into those roses. And then bring that orb of light into your first chakra. And again, surround it with roses as you circulate. And then you're going to let that orb of light release through both leg channels and gift the light all the way down through your grounding cord into the center of the planet. And sitting in this space of this beautiful lightness of being, ask the roses to be sent up to God's source, spirit God, divine source, so that they take away and they release up to source all that you no longer need to hold. And then Sitting in this beautiful vessel of you, say hello to that space above your creative rings and ask for a golden sun to come in. And in that golden sun, place in that golden sun whatever it is that you'd like to bring more of, whether it be gratitude, love, joy, healing, whatever it is that you need. It's always best to use a single word, vibration. And ask divine source, divine consciousness, spirit God, to bring in a gift of white light into the center of that golden orb, replenishing you. And now bring that golden sun and let it circulate around your creative rings, that spot that's about a foot above your head, attuning to you. Bring it into your seventh chakra, letting it magnify more of what you want to bring in and bring it into the center of your head, letting it illuminate all of your brain, 
all of the cells, all of the highways of connectedness, see them all work in harmony together. Bring it into your eyes so that your eyes are filled with light in your ears. Bring it into their throat chakra, letting that everything that you speak come out with a blessing. Bring it into the back of your neck, letting it fill your nervous system with harmony and ease. Bring it through your arm channels so that everything you touch is a gift. And bring it into the center of your heart. Let it fill your heart with joy, rejoicing. Ah, bring it into the back of the heart. Bring it into your solar plexus. And it also, you bring it into all of the organs that are related to these different areas. Bring it into your belly, the back of your belly, your backside. Bring it into the front, your chakra, the back. Bring it through your legs until every bit of you is illuminated with this beautiful gourd, golden sun that is enhanced with divine source energy. Let it move all the way out into your skin, into your hair, your teeth, your nails. You're filled with this beautiful light. And let it move into about six inches around you so that it also fills up your auric field. Beautiful. And imagine all the roses that you released are gone. Imagine that there's a beautiful rose, make it your own color, that will be your talisman, your touchstone, as you move in your next steps forward in this beautiful, renewed well-being. Create this luscious rose and know that it will help to guide you along with source, and it's filled with source energy in your next steps. And then when you're ready, open your eyes. Move your fingers, and look at the person that you looked at before, and notice the difference in your eyes, in your face. Do you see it? Take a picture. You see a difference? That's some, a simple meditation that we can do that invokes God's source, it invokes us being co-creating with our healing within. So what do you think? What? Great. <laughs> Love having... So this is one of the reasons why we do uh, the learn is to get different perspectives. Yes. And it's a great tie-in also to what Rev. Jefferson does for us uh, on Meditation Sunday, just a different way of meditating and thinking about meditation. Um, I, I, you know, typically with meditation and breath work, I've always thought forward, front. Mm -hmm. I love the aspect of thinking back. Yeah, That's it's complete. Very, all of us. Yeah, I love I love you bringing that up for intention to think about breath work through the the back area. Um, so we're running out of time. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. We'll have to have you come back at some point in time because you have such a very interesting story. And and I wanted to just briefly, uh, very briefly, you were asthmatic as a child. Yes. Yes. How, did you, how were you able to overcome that? Now, the reason why I bring it is sometimes we deal with health issues. And so I wanted you to hear her story, which is uh, wonderful. But how were you able to overcome the asthmatic aspect? Well, it started at one, living in Texas, and a red dust storm came. And I had asthma. There was also a lot of 
chaos in our family, emotional chaos, and I couldn't breathe, because lungs also represent grief, you know, and when you can't do anything about it, you know, we can do it. So there's always an emotional connection with physical ailments, always. There's something that goes hand in hand, whether it happens by itself or an accident, there's always a, a connection. So um, I went the traditional medical route for a long time. My mother uh, was into using um, vitamins and herbs and homeopathic remedies, which was kind of unusual. So we did that as well. We went to chiropractors, and this is in the 1950s, so that was really unusual. We would drive 100 miles to a health store. So all of these things happened. And then something happened one day that my mother had a boon, a gift from an aunt, and she took me and my younger sister to Switzerland, and I studied with naturopaths there. And lo and behold, I got well. Mm. And here it was higher altitude, but there was something about... The food was different. The learning was different. I was also out of the heavy emotional situation that was at home. And that was when I found the connection to um, food and nutrients and herbs and other things in the emotional body. And so um, that's how it started. Mm. And then it carried on from there. Nice. That was the basis. I should have a panel because also Louise Gobin deals with a healing ministry. And so at some point we should have a panel just talking oh, about healing. Yeah, oh, so wonderful. I love that. Well, oh, I yeah. want to give a round of applause and thanks to Sally. Thank you. And uh, thank you for sharing. Thank you. We hope that you took a lot away from this Learn segment, and if you enjoyed it, don't forget that we do a Learn at Harmony on the second Sunday of every month, meaning that you will hear it on this podcast on the Tuesday after the second Sunday. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sunday Replay. This week's guests were Pastor Mark Stevenson and Sally Kravick. This episode was produced and edited by Donna Miller and hosted by me, Jace Lucas. Sunday Replay is a part of the Harmony Podcast Network from Harmony to Luca Lake, a campus of Hollywood United Methodist Church. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Honestly, two very, very underrated resources for connecting with the faith community. On Facebook, we're at HarmonyTL. On Instagram, at Harmony underscore TLC. You can just search for Harmony to Luca Lake on most platforms, you'll be able to find us. But for this episode, we hope that you'll like, rate, comment, subscribe, and download the podcast. And I hope that you have a very happy Valentine's Day. If you're not celebrating Valentine's Day, have a great Galentine's Day, or I think National Singles Day is coming up. Just enjoy your week, and we hope you'll join us again for a new episode next week when we kick off a new series that I could not be more thrilled about. It's called Good News Leading Up to Easter. Until then, as Pastor Mark always likes to say, peace.